0: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon Welcome to the event i about to air this shit out again today So, remember the last episode Said we are going to talk about politics You know what, I've really been trying to avoid politics I really have, I can't even flex with you Politics is something that I would consider myself To be Against, you know, I'm against politics And let me tell you why I'm against politics I'm against politics only for the simple fact That uh, At the end of the day We're all on the same team. You know what I'm saying? When it comes down to a country, we're all on the same team. And I think politics is definitely, well, at least the system we got today. So I'm going to go through a couple things that piggies into that. But, you know, politics to me is just, um, I don't say the purpose of politics is definitely so we can have a cohesive argument and cohesively choose what leaders need to be in what positions that makes sense. You need to be able to have critical thinking in selecting who's going to run the country you know what i'm saying and uh as in recent years it hasn't seemed like we did a lot of critical thinking but you know that's the times we're in <laughs> so three different things that i want to identify on politics before i even just talk about you know the political climate we in now so i don't like politics because it divides us that's step one. I don't like politics because it divides us as a whole country. You know, we have a two party system. Whether you want to see it as that or not, don't, you know, let me not sugarcoat this. We're literally in a system where it's galvanized to either make you on the left, or it's going to make you on the right. And if you fall anywhere else in that spectrum, your vote don't count. Let's be 100% clear. Anybody who is a third party, All that happens in the, if there's ever three, more than three candidates or more than two candidates, my fault. Yeah. It's always going to be that third candidate. It just pulls votes away from the other two. And then the wrong person gets in office. You know what I'm saying? That's step one of why I hate our system. Luca, you got to go. That's my dog. But um, yeah, he's a little nosy. But at the end of the day, you know, we can't be. In a system that forces you to pick a side. You get what I'm saying? When, honestly, in the totality of it all, I don't, you know, I'm not the one to make that. Luca, I'm sorry. Okay, okay. so, but yeah, like I was getting to, um, I just don't like two party systems or any system where it chooses everybody to be on one side or else the consequences end up with nobody winning you know part 2 what I hate about our political system Um, what I hate about our political system is that it is bought it is not earned Um, I hate the fact that our politics are governed by how much money a candidate can gain in order to produce his content for his platform in order to be able to properly engage the country you know um by traveling around in order to, you know what I'm saying. And then on top of that, you by gaining a certain donor, you gain a certain level of uh, ideologies added to your platform. you know what I'm saying? The lobbyists have bought the government. You get what I'm saying? The lobbyists have definitely made it a point to uh, make sure that money sways things at all times. And also these candidates, These candidates who get into these positions of power and how they got there, you know. Most people who are established politicians, the establishment, they definitely have their hands tied because they owe money to other people. They were given a kickback up front and now they got to support them in the back end and they can't do nothing about it. That's what happens when you get dirty money from dirty people. You end up having to do dirty shit. So... You end up turning on yourself and it's not that you don't do certain things for the because you just feasibly can't it's because your interests aren't necessarily the interests of the people that got you there your interests aren't necessarily in the interest of the motherfuckers who paid you and that honestly is a problem for me in politics I don't think money and politics belong together um, and I guess the third thing that I want to dive into as far as besides the money and the oligarchies in our system yes our system is oligarchy don't ever don't um, believe into the American dream that we're a democracy we're not we're just an oligarchy oligarchy with a democratic face well democratic republic face there's a difference we're not even a full democracy but I'll get back to that later um but yeah so when it boils down to it uh outside of it being that we have a two-party system basically outside of it being that they've bought the government Um, on top of that shit we're not educated enough to even participate in the political process as citizens and that's not something that is necessarily the established politicians fault and you know what actually no I'll take that back because they're the ones that run education I mean the board of education is a government sponsored thing so you know basic education is the government's sponsor so let me also tie that back to our politics yes our politics is not galvanized to educate people how to make the right decision because as you know um, with enough education and just proper knowledge of how the political process works and with enough and just people's ignorance in general you know that's how we get Donald Trump. I hate to say it for all people who are Trump supporters. Um, I have, look, even if you're not racist, you support a man who is don't, don't let everything fool you. Uh, let me put it to you like this. Any black and Brown country or any black and Brown population always got the short end of the stick with Donald Trump. But apparently as long as you white, you are right. You can't possibly be from anywhere else. You know, or you can't possibly be a detriment to this country. The only time I've ever heard Donald Trump speaking on extremism has always come to black and brown people or people of color. I've never once heard Trump, you know, speak at all about the plights of these mass shootings that we have, which are predominantly white people doing it. Um, serial killers as well. Serial killers like, mm, you know, let me not even put that part in. But what I will say is this, you know, we are not educated enough to actually pick the right candidates because a lot of people just can't see past the shucking and jiving that each candidate does, as opposed to what they're gonna do with policy. Donald Trump was the biggest shucking and jiving president I have ever seen, the biggest baby kisser, the biggest hand waver, the biggest handshaker, you know, the biggest I'll promise you this, I'll promise you that, I'll promise you this, and he has a great charismatic personality. You know, even if he even if his ideals and everything doesn't align with my I see why people chose him. I do. Um, Socrates said it best. Uh, I'd like saying that. I think I'm going to keep doing that. Someone, someone of some sort said it best. But here, Socrates said it best. An uneducated populace in the hands of a democracy will always fail. And that's just because people who are uneducated and don't know what's best for the whole entire country as a whole. Um, what they will do is whoever looks the best is who wins, not whoever is vetted enough or who has enough experience or who has an, the best intentions. You know, it's all about, uh, it's all about, you know, horse and pony shows, you know, it's all about, you know, who got the most gimmicks. It's never about really what you can do for the country. It's always about how can I oppress these people enough to get them to vote for me? And that's where we're fucking up at, especially now that we put those three things into the air let's take a step back <laughs> all right so speaking on me and politics and how i feel about things um by all means i am a voter i did not hmm, once i turned 18 that's every time that's always what i've done i've always voted for presidential elections um my due diligence is always going towards the presidential elections. I suck when it comes to, you know, taking care of my own backyard. So even though I'm here preaching to you about the ignorance of politics and stuff like that, I indulge in my fair share of ignorance when it comes to local offices, when it comes to Senate, when it comes to the House of Representatives. It's not that I don't know how the process works. It's just I never pay attention long enough to any of my local offices to make a difference. And I think that's really what it boils down to most of us, because how many of us actually go to our city council meetings? How many of us actually go to, you know, just different government meetings ever? You know, like, do we actually know who's in our offices at all times in each office? You know, do we know who our judges are? Do we know how they judge? Or are we just another citizen that just idly goes by and until the presidential election happens, that's when we start paying attention when honestly you need to do the reverse you need to focus more on who is leading your village you get what I'm saying who's running your city who's you know running your who's running the things that actually affect you in real time and that, my friends, is where I know I have my follies. So let me put my follies out there first before I start crucifying everybody else. But yeah, ever since I turned 18, I've always believed in voting. Yes, you do have power. You do have a voice. The problem is we're stuck in a system where, you know, your voice isn't getting hurt because clearly everybody's bought out by lobbyists. The only real candidate I see thus far really has been Bernie Sanders since his inception i would love to go into the details of which but at the end of the day um bernie sanders is one of the most upstanding candidates has never turned on his people and only people he's ever accepted donations from have always had the best interest of the people at heart uh <clears throat> Whereas you have other candidates and, you know, to be quite honest, I can literally just say every other candidate that has accepted a donation from the NRA, every candidate who has accepted a donation from Planned Parenthood, every, you know, and this goes on both sides, Republicans and Democrats. Don't let the don't don't let the party fool you. They are all on the same team because they all got the same donors. And if they all don't have the same donors, listen, they all in it for the money they're not in it for what's going to happen with the populace, you know, because at the end of the day, your hands get tied when you accept money that you need it, and they pimp you out. So to be honest, I want you to cut a break for politicians in the sense that they didn't know what they was getting into until they got there. You get what I'm saying? There's a lot of politicians, I will say this, that step into the game, trying to make a difference but they just didn't know the beast that they were dealing with and how corrupt it is. Bernie has said if the best. You know, we live in a corrupt establishment and we got to clean this shit out. Donald Trump definitely um, said we got to drain the swamp, but all he's been doing is cutting out the things that will stop him. You know what I'm saying? He's cutting out the things that will stop him after presidency. Because if you, well, during presidency too, because uh, everything that he's done and signed off on, of, it's definitely helping the upper class it's helping anybody who's not in the private sector for real corporations getting all the boons and you know it's just, it's just so much shit that he unraveled that Obama put into place that I don't know what we gonna do at this point but I'm di- I need to digress because I'm getting too far off topic hmm But me and politics is like this. So I feel as if definitely the political climate that we're in today is a symptom of the three things I just named. So let's talk about our education and why we suffer and getting more into what Socrates was talking about. So the great philosopher Socrates, he always stated that, you know, it's not good to have a democracy. And let me tell you why it's not good to have a democracy. A democracy leaves it into the hands of the people. And now, granted, the democracy being in the hands of the people is righteous and just, but how educated is your populace? Socrates noticed this. It's um, especially when you need to keep a hierarchy of things. Not everybody can be as educated as the other. And trust me, and just in general, not everybody is educatable as the other. So you run into a a problem with you know you have a huge population but a great number of them is ignorant to how things really work you know and it could be plainly stated that for all we know it really could be plainly stated that uh, it's just not enough you know what I'm saying it's not enough education being instilled into the populace in general And then it's not enough education to the political process. I know me going through high school that we had a government class and I was in 10th grade. (laughs) I didn't learn about any type of political process that I didn't already know on my own or had to go look up. Yeah, so anything that I had to look up was just solely based on what the basic lessons and everything like I can get a real in-depth viewpoint into the politics until I was in high school now honestly what kind of way would you want to run your system where the future of the whole country is in the hands of the populace you get what I'm saying wouldn't you want them to be more versed well before high school I would start teaching in middle school you know sixth grade you're old enough to rationalize three-party system you're I mean not a three-party system but you're old enough to rationalize the three branches of the government you're old enough to you know get a little bit deeper in the education that they want to list and definitely when it comes to politics that's something we're missing out on (laughs) because uh we're not getting the education we need the only way you're going to be versed enough is if you go to law you go through law school and you know actually take social studies seriously in college and things of that nature because um we suffer and as a populace on the very nature of how our system works because there's a lot of people that don't know the fine intricacies like this whole impeachment process a lot of people don't even realize that you know how impeachment works even though it rarely happens but at the same time You think you would want to know how the impeachment process works throughout so nobody's you know so so the news stations don't have to work as hard you know (laughs) because let me tell you they definitely work and jesus i lost train of thought that fast but yeah so dealing with the political system in general it's just daunting for the average citizen to understand fully so they can make the best decision and where we're fucking up at definitely when it comes to education is we think the president runs everything you know and that's just what it is everybody has that common belief that the president pretty much runs everything that's going on and i mean that's not entirely wrong but at the same time though what really governs your day-to-day life is voting in the house of representatives voting in the senate voting for your judges you know You got to vote for those people first before you want to see any changes happen in your immediate area, because I definitely noticed that um, we as voters definitely only pay attention to the political race for presidency, not for anything else. For real, unless you're a really concerned citizen, most um, mostly older people, because let me let me also back up. Mostly older people vote for the House, the Senate, the judges. It's not a lot of young people doing it. I'm one of the young people not doing it. I'm serious. Uh, A lot of us need to get our shit together for real for real. when it comes to voting and voting at the appropriate times like we're supposed to because I'm paying attention and just getting a little bit more knowledge than we had yesterday. So, yeah, like what Socrates is talking about. When it comes to having a democratic system, which by the way, democracy is when everyone votes on who they want. That's just basically what democracy is. Now, um, a republic is basically a team of leaders that make the decisions. And when you have a democratic republic, like what we're in now, you elect a (laughs) council of people who will speak on your behalf while you guys, the voters, do the mass voting. That's basically what we're in right now. And there's so many ways to jerry-rig this system. It just makes no fucking sense. So, that's what we're doing. Uh, what else was I about to talk about? Um, as far as uh, getting into everything and breaking it down a little bit more. So, the education, slack, the two-party system. Yes. Okay. So, I definitely realize that there are, like, two different camps of people out there. Big divider that is... In our politics today is the fact that there is party systems where people are basically predispositioned to lean this way or predispositioned to lean that way we're at a point now where you can basically <laughs> consider the United States of America as the parting of the Red Sea you literally can see the division straight through as to where people stand on what line when honestly we all have the same kind of goal so why is there any sides to be quite honest if i had in my way in politics there wouldn't be no sides it would just be you are a candidate what do you want to do <laughs> exactly there should not be no party attached to you there shouldn't be no donations attached to you as well we're gonna speak on that a little bit later but um yeah the politics should not have to be galvanized about about what team you want to play for you know what i'm saying because the team is america that's the team you know what i'm saying so to be quite honest for you to want to just say that you want to uh go ahead and just make a two-party system and continue this two-party party system uh monotony go ahead but you're constantly making it a point where sometimes the greatest candidate all he had to do was be a part of a party on one side or the other side but he had the common sense to be like no I don't see those ideologies and the common sense people that voted for that guy end up not getting their voice heard and it fucking sucks because his voice don't get heard neither just because he didn't join a party (laughs) you know so that's that's the dumbest shit alive to me because I believe there's been plenty of independents who could have ran office a hell of a lot better than any other candidate that was on the ballot. Um, And when it puts you down, and then when you have three parties, or, you know, more than two, it creates a problem for anybody who decides to think differently. You want to have free thought, and I'm sorry, the Democratic way of thinking isn't always the best way, the Republican way of thinking isn't always the best way sometimes you need that third party wild card that just makes no sense but i mean not even that just makes no sense but it's just ethically sound you know and they will do what it takes to see the problem for what it is instead of being like well my party believes this way and this is how we're gonna fix the problem no my party believes this way this is how we're gonna solve the problem it's like nah b we try both of y'all ways and both ways suck ass so how about we just do something a little different How about we do something that, you know, is actually really progressive, not just keeping us not juggling these numbers around and swapping, you know, take this money out of this budget and put it in this budget. There's no new money being generated, you know, it's just bad. It's bad news for a lot of people, man, who want to actually have their opinions heard for real, because it's already clear cut that even the two party system that we're a part of, it wouldn't even be that bad if they weren't bought out already. You know, if they weren't already bought out by every lobbyist and big corporation that can throw them some money so they can get through the candidacy and and be able to uh, not even get through the candidacy, but get, get through the campaign trail and everything like that. <laughs> but at the end of the day, that's where we're at. So, you know, hopefully this uh, two party system talk will actually come up later. And people start realizing it's doing nothing but crippling us as, a, as a, a country, you know. And so going into like how they're bought out. So, yeah, we're supposed to be a democratic republic. We're really an oligarchy. I hate to say it. That's just what we are. Um, it's to a point where I don't. I believe that in politics, it shouldn't cost you anything to run. Everything should be publicly funded or you know government funded everybody should get an equal shot there shouldn't be an inadequacy of you getting your voice and platform out there due to because you don't have funds that's ridiculous if you have the best thoughts why are we holding you back you know and that makes no sense to me so i've always wanted to have (laughs) anything dealing with basic human needs and rights no money should be involved in that anything based in politics no money should be involved in that you know what i'm saying at least until you get in the office and then you know the money comes to you because it's a government paycheck you know (laughs) but outside of that you know there should not be any money in politics whatsoever because money corrupts absolutely you know money money is the root of all evil i don't care what nobody says well actually no greed is the root of all evil and uh so when it boils down to it um people's greed will get in the way of their uh will get in the way of their morals it really will but that's just we gotta walk and be mindful that everybody is not just one type of person everybody is a multitude of people you just gotta catch them on the right day (laughs) that's just what it is to me in my opinion i don't think no one's inherently good i don't think no one's inherently evil but i do believe people lean to one side you know and i do believe people can always have a bad day or they can always have a good day so that's just how it goes um, and speaking into what's currently going on in politics, so let me update y'all on what's going on with this Iowa caucus, because I don't know if you peeping what's been going on, but they are really trying to fuck Bernie Sanders over, because Bernie definitely has the biggest following right now for the Democratic Party. But they are trying to skew information and they're trying to change s- slight things about certain things that aren't really, you know, 100% concrete that they're allowed to change, which can fuck up his chances, you know, of even getting through this um, primary. Because they, you they postponed the Iowa caucus, right? Iowa caucus. Yeah, the Iowa caucus results, you know, for 2019. Jesus Christ not 2019 2020 I'm sorry I'm still stuck in the past (laughs) but yeah so they delayed the results and it led led to a confusion so multiple Democrat candidates expected they would finish strong in the caucus though official results appear to be ways off clearly because I don't know if you guys noticed but Bernie was projected to be in the first draft to be winning he was winning actually he was in first place and then it was uh Jesus Christ, church. And you know, now it's reversed because they stunted they you know, they stunted the process and then reveal who was in what and who was gonna be a non-factor basically. They're not a viable candidate. You know, and what's supposed to happen in the caucus, they vote once, you know, the first draft. And whoever's not a viable candidate, they immediately get removed. But no, they didn't release the results. So you had people voting in who wasn't viable already, you know, getting more votes. And that is not supposed to happen, you know? So I pulled up um, the New York Times. And we're going to just read from the New York Times. Who. Let's give credit where credit is due. Who wrote the story? I'll figure it out later. Um, but just getting into it, it says delayed results lead to confusion in Iowa. Multiple Democrat candidates say they expect to finish strong in the caucus, though official results appear to be ways off. So let's see here. The release of Iowa caucus results were delayed after inconsistencies in the reporting of data. This is not a hack on it or an intrusion, says spokeswoman of the state Democratic Party. The party is using photos of results and paper trail to validate the results. A frustrated pack of Democratic presidential candidates sought to turn the mood of chaos to their own advantage Tuesday morning as they barreled toward the next nominating contest in New Hampshire. There are 41 delegates up for grabs. A tiny fraction of the 1991 delegates needed to win the Democratic presidential nomination. So Iowa Democratic Party hopes to report results today, which they did. And I was a little pissed off about that because, yeah, like I said, Buttigieg went up ahead and um, Bernie fell behind him due to the inconsistencies and a delay of the poll results. They don't let them fool you just because it was a delay. That was a means to sway voters and a means to um, give other candidates a shot to take Bernie out. But Bernie win it like Bernie got the populace behind his back. The wind's in sales. Ain't nobody going to. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to predetermine anything. But I really do believe Bernie Sanders is the greatest candidate we got so far. I love Andrew Yang, but we're a little bit ahead of his time. I mean, we're a little bit behind his time. He needs to come out after Bernie. I would love it if he stayed in politics long enough to not just be, oh, I'm gonna try for this year and then not ever again. No, man, you need to keep, keep giving it a shot. Keep fighting for the human populace, cause. I mean, not the human populace, but, well, I guess human populace, but keep fighting for America because um, he is definitely onto something when it comes to the technological revolution we're finding ourselves in and the positions we're going to be placed into later. Yeah, that's my fault. But back to the story. So Troy Price, the chairman of our Democratic Party, says shortly after 1 a.m., they expected to have caucus results to report later today after party officials had manually tailed the, tallied the data. On a brief conference call with reporters, Mr. Price stressed that the caucus results are being delayed because of problems reporting delegate totals from the from the more than 1,600 precincts. Not only because the system had not because the system had been hacked. So basically, they're saying the system hasn't been hacked. I believe them in that aspect, but I also believe that you guys are doing whatever you feasibly possibly can do to sway the results. So this is taking longer than expected, he said. The system is in place to make sure we can report results with full confidence. Several hours after the caucuses ended, the state party still had not publicly reported any results. Mr. Price did not take questions and the call ended after he finished reading his statement. He said the system the party put in place for 2020, which requires written records for each precinct's results, was implemented in case such a communications breakdown took place. We have backups in place for this reason, he said. We are updating campaigns and will continue to provide updates as they are available. Results in Iowa Democratic caucuses were delayed Monday evening, creating widespread confusion among presidential campaigns. Party officials said the results have been delayed because of inconsistencies in the reporting. The reporting problems are believed to have only delayed the results, not called them into question. Um, we found inconsistencies in the reporting of three sets of results, said Mandy McClure, the party's communications director. In addition to text systems being used to tabulate results, we are also using photos of results and a paper trail to validate all results match and ensure that we have confidence and accuracy in the numbers we report. This is simply a reporting issue. The app did not go down, and this is not a hack or an intrusion. The underlying data and paper trail is sound and will simply take time to further report the results. On a conference call with the presidential campaigns, Iowa Democratic Party officials said the delay was because of the new rules requiring caucuses leaders to report three sets of numbers to the party headquarters rather than just the delegate totals. So they're trying to make sure this is a hack proof, you know, they don't want a repeat of what's been going on lately where Russia's involved and everything. Oh yeah, and Russia ain't the only one trying to gun for us, China is too. Don't be fooled, they're hacking as well. Um, representatives from the campaigns became angry at the party officials who hung up after being asked about what results might be known, according to two people who listened to the call. Since the caucus began 50 years ago, Iowa Democrats reported only one number, the delegate count from each of the state's precincts, but with sophistication, we gotta get better, right? But after the razor-close 2016 race in Iowa between Hillary Clinton and Mr. Sanders, Mr. Sanders' allies pushed the Democratic National Committee to require caucus states to track and report the raw numbers of how many people backed for each candidate which is what you're supposed to do to begin with. For Iowa, the new reporting standards meant counting how many people backed each candidate on the first and second alignment. That change required the reporting of three separate numbers from each of the states. More than 1,600 precincts has slowed the gathering of data to a crawl. Definitely, because you got to get all the facts straight. But I'd rather all the facts be straight and be slow about it than y'all rush everything out and we don't really know what the fuck's going on. Um, additionally, many precinct chairs across the state abandoned the new app that was built to help tabulate and report results as they struggled to log in. They opted instead to use the telephone hotline to report. I have had three precincts in that report results, said William Barcel, Floyd County chair. That is very weird. How they said the app wasn't down or anything, but you got people claiming the app's not working. <laughs> One rural county chairman took to Twitter to report results from a handful of precincts before calling it a night. Um, already, another, already a number of prominent Democrats have questioned the role of Iowa casting first ballots in the primary process, criticizing a largely white, older state as unrepresentative of the diversity of their party. Yeah, that is one thing that I will want to stress. It makes no sense that we definitely have why is it Iowa and New Hampshire? Like, I get it. It's supposed to go from the West Coast to the East Coast, basically, and represent the little guys out here because the Iowa caucus, you know, who's in Iowa? You know, they want to make Iowans, Iowans, Iowans (laughs) feel like they're valued. I mean, shit, they stay in the middle of nowhere. Well, basically, when it comes to civilization, I'm not even going to sit here and say stay in the middle of nowhere. I apologize to Iowans, (laughs) but you guys got to admit, there's not a lot of cities in Iowa. And you guys got to admit that um, <laughs> they're not uh, as developed as, say, a city is. So it's definitely um, it's definitely one of those uh, situations where it's not as diverse as you would want it to be. I hate to say that, you know, country towns and things of that nature or, you know, just towns in general, they aren't big enough to be considered the you know, face of America, but to be quite honest, it's not the melting pot like you would want it to be I'll tell you that much um, so I would like to discontinue the story because it's telling us everything we already know and now they're just doing word vomit, they're just saying the same things over and over again, so um, the writers were Maggie Astor Nikki Corson- Nick Corsaniti Reed J. Epstein Trip Gabrielle Shane Goldmatcher, Grinbaum, Usted W. Herndon, Thomas Kaplan, Lisa Lear, Jennifer Medina, Jonathan Martin, Nicole Perloff, and Jeremy W. Peters. So, thank you guys. I appreciate you for doing your news gathering because it definitely wasn't going to be me. I'll tell you that. (laughs) I couldn't make it out there. I ain't got the resources. So, basically, that's my political spiel about what's going on. Um, I feel that we are definitely trying to step into a newer, uh, a newer age when it comes to them voting. But I need you guys to be very cognizant of the fact that it is a lot better to vote for your local offices. It is a lot better to galvanize yourselves to, you know, educating yourselves about the political process and it's definitely a lot better to uh actually start realizing the voice that you have and be more strategic in your thinking with how they're reporting things and what they're doing and to sabotage certain things that are going on like we live in a rigged system that's just what it is you know but the rigged system does have rules so you can do something about it Thank God our Constitution, our Bill of Rights, and everything was ratified and drafted accordingly because we would be very fucked if we had any of these things out of place. I'm just being honest. Because uh, if certain things were in place, uh, it would be Baron Trump. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He would be a monarch or some shit because we would <laughs> end up being a tyrant gets in office and then there's nothing we can do about it. But in order for us to be able to do things about what's going on today, we have to educate and we have to try and make changes to our system and actually make our voices heard. I know I'm not the only one that feels that having a two-party system is stupid. I know I'm not the only one that feels like we're in an oligarchy instead of a democracy. I know I'm not the only one who, you know, actually thinks about everything that we're going through right now. And how we almost feel powerless because, you know, it seems like whenever we get somebody in office and we're hoping they're going to do something, we're hoping that change is going to happen and nothing really happens. You know what I'm saying? We're not getting that real thing that will turn the tide in our lives. And to be quite honest, I think Bernie Sanders is one of those people who's going to instill the real change that America needs to have. Um, America was at one time a great nation America is probably still by technicality the greatest nation on earth but we got a hell of a lot of problems and we ain't we far from perfect that's just how I know we're not perfect and you know it comes to a point where us as the citizens need to really do things to turn things around and there's a lot of us out there I know I'm not the only one ranting on a microphone right now about what's going on, so every voice helps. But, you know, that's my little spiel on politics, man. I definitely want to uh, get into another topic soon into the very near future. But, you know, <laughs> politics is just one of those things that I kind of want to get out into the air because I've been saying I wanted to cover politics for a little bit. Uh, I definitely want to um, Know who you guys supporting Clearly I'm a Bernie Sanders fan But um, <laughs> But I just want to see discourse On why other people want to choose Otherwise you know let me know When I get the guests on the show We definitely going to chop it up and see what's going on In their minds about why and what we're state of and what the state we're in You know what I'm saying why are we here and what state We in and how we going to get out That's what I want to discuss with, with my guests when it comes to Politics in the future so um. yeah that's a good bulk of my recording so uh yeah like share subscribe I love it when you guys participate so far the channel has been growing slowly I don't care if it was only one person that decided to listen I don't care if it was a thousand people that decided to listen I'm seeing progress and that's all that matters and thank you guys for all that you have done anybody who's ever shared my page thank you anybody who's listened to the content thank you anybody who's ever liked my stuff anybody who's ever subscribed to it thank you I really appreciate it it's definitely gonna help me in the future it's definitely a confidence boost and I definitely definitely want to give the biggest thank you to all the potential listeners who don't even hear this yet but when you do you already got your thank you so (laughs) look man I can't wait to chop it up with you guys again but I'm about to sign off so in other words good morning Good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening. This has been The Vent. Welcome to The Vent. Here we like to let our voices out and we like to air the shit out. (laughs) You guys have a great day and I hope to see you again. Goodbye.